How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, so you've married this guy and it's going pretty good. Like you guys have this like relaxing life and you have a child from a previous marriage and uh, he and the kid get along pretty well, and you guys um, uh, live in, like, a cute little beach house and um, just live, like, a pretty idyllic life. Now, you know that he, like, used to be a cop? No, he used to be an FBI guy, and he used to, um, like, solve murders. And you know that, like, he kind of, like, there was this whole thing where, like, he killed a guy and he, like, kind of freaked out about it and he had to get sent be institutionalized for a little while. Um, But you know that he also is, like, the best guy at, like, finding these, like, really fucked up killers because, like, he can, like, he he can do this thing where, like, he can, like, see through their eyes. So, like, it's a very unique skill set of his. So he goes and he, like, does this, he has to do this final, like, find this killer thing. And you're like, I don't want him to do it because, like, he's probably going to get killed because last time he was doing it, he got stabbed in the belly and it was horrible. Um, so he like hunts down this guy, he does it and he and he comes back home and you're like, "Wow, great." And you've never seen how he gets when he like does his murder investigations. Like you just know that like he gets very intense and like he's always away from you during that time. So you're hanging out, blah blah blah, everything's great. He's caught this guy. It's wonderful. Or he killed this the guy's dead or something. Uh-oh, the guy shows up at the beach house. He hasn't been dead. And you're like, oh, my God, this killer is here. Um, the killer, like, tries to go after your son. Now, in order to stop the killer from killing your son, you hear this from down the hall. You hear your husband pretend to be the mom of the guy, of the killer, and in a high voice starts berating your son and being like, you pissed your pants, you dirty little pig. And you are, you've never seen him act like this. You've never heard him do a character before. So this is all very new. He like berates your son for like 10 minutes, like in this fake grandma voice. It's like screaming at your son. 
And he's like, you piss your pants. You, you, you go lay in it, take it out. I'm going to cut your little penis off. And long story short, you shoot the killer and you save the day. But there still is the fact that you're, that your husband thought that the best way to get rid of this killer was to pretend to be the killer's mom and berate your son. What do you do? This is Same Day Shipping, the show where we geek out about real love and fake relationships. I'm Colin. I'm Kelly. I'm Ryan. I'm Patrick. I- oh, goodness. Okay, is this from a thing or did you <laughs> just make this up? <laughs> okay, it might seem like I made this up. I did is not. This, Kelly, this, this is, is how I the- imagine you dealing with problem behavior in the cats. Threatening <laughs> right, to cut off from, Smokey's dick. <laughs> yeah, cut off Smokey's little penis. No, the this is from the 2002. I want to or 12. I can't remember what year this was. This came out. I, oh, 2002. Uh, Brett Ratner directed Red Dragon. Okay, starring oh. Ed Norton. Hmm. As Will Graham. Yes. I was getting Hannibal vibes the whole time. Yeah. But well, then I was like, did I? I was, yeah. Yeah. And then I couldn't think of, I was like, what season is that? Okay. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Nothing as good as the show Hannibal. No, no, no. <laughs> so in the climax of that movie, um, the, Will pretends to be uh, the Red Dragon's dead yeah, grandmother. And uses that and, and is mean to that. I guess... I'm still I think a conversation would need to happen in this scenario. Like mm-hmm. why did you not why did you mock the child and not the killer? So I think what he wanted to do ostensibly was to get the go- get the killer to think of the child as him. Ah. Uh, okay, because then- <laughs> because the killer is notoriously empathetic? Because the killer would can only empathize with other people if he thinks of them as him. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I, it it does fall apart. Uh and this is not in the book. Uh, he does not do this in the book. <laughs> well, and it's true. This is a time where Ed Norton really liked pretending to be people. That was like a whole he loved was, pretending to be people. Wait, okay. you mean when he when he's acting? What are you talking? But I no, mean, he likes like that I'm was a lot. I'm this to like primal fear. Yeah, and he was fresh off of primal fear, I think. Yeah, and he did. He, uh, yes, he played characters, Colin. But okay. also, he would play characters who would do perform who would, at. Gotcha. Who would then do characters? Gotcha. And it's very specifically that, like, throughout the entire movie, Ed Norton seems very sleepy. Like he's not really interested in being in this movie mm-hmm. until the moment that he gets to be and the he eats it up. He eats it up. I mean, maybe he's been hunting serial killers too long and he's like adopting some of their non-killer traits. But I guess, does it matter what his problem is? The question is, do you keep him in your house with your son anymore? Well, did, I mean, did the ends justify the means? Is your kid still alive? The kid is still alive. But because you saved him. 
It's well. Here's the thing: the kid you stole, saved the kid. You the, saved the kid. Yeah, Bill did he not loosened. Do it. He loosened the jelly jar. Yeah, yeah. Here's what happened. Okay, so killers got the kid. You do the grandma character. Mm-hmm. Killer <laughs> roars in confused rage and throws the child across the room. <laughs> uh, you are on the ground because he shot you. And then, I'm sorry, uh, not you. Uh, 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 Ed, he, Ed Norton. Ed Norton's on the ground because the killer shot him. And then you uh, shoot the killer like 20 times in the head. But you only he tried had a child. You only had that shot because of the grandma character. Because of the grandma character. I mm-hmm. think you owe the grandma character a debt. <laughs> you owe them a life debt. You do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can call me when you need your life saved, but that doesn't mean I need to force my child to be around someone who caused so much trauma. I don't I know. Think- it, it sounds like the shoot the hostage scenario. Yeah, where you but, shoot yeah, in the shoulder. But yes, and if you the shoot kid. the hostage and that hostage is my son, we got a problem. I don't have to stay with you anymore. But he didn't shoot the hostage. He... What, Raz? Yeah, him? but th- that's the I issue. I also think it was There's a- more at stake. There's more at stake in this moment. Yeah, I'm not saying you should go to the jail for it. I'm saying that you may not live in the same house with your child and him anymore. I also think, like, like I feel like Will Graham chose that moment to do, like, a one man show that happened <laughs> to work. Like, I feel like it, I don't sure. think, he, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think it was a coincidence that it did work. Yeah. But, but if he I like pulls like, down a, a curtain and wraps it around himself and gets a mop head and puts it on his head as a makeshift wig. Yes. That's like <laughs> Okay, how is the kid? I guess in this scenario, is the kid okay? Well here's we don't see the kid. No, but you ever again. doing the hot take. Kelly, okay. So you I us. think he, okay, here's what I think. I think the kid feels weird about the dad. Okay. You know, like feels weird about Ed Norton, Midget. like like is like I don't know how to feel about him because like I had a knife at my throat mm-hmm. or actually a, a shard of mirror at my throat. And then he went into character. Yeah. <laughs> so and that character was mean to me. And I don't really understand. Also, I'm like six. This oh, is really. This is like a, a six-year-old. This is like a dark reflection of Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which there honestly, is. okay, Mrs. Doubtfire ends appropriately, except maybe he should have zero contact with the kids ever. Zero non-con. Mm-hmm. No wait, not non-con. <laughs> no contact. No contact. Uh, you know what? I, all right, I think I've got to lean with Mogi on this. Like, but not like, oh, fuck you, you're disgusting, what a weird freak, but just like, hey, this was really traumatic for both me and my son. We're going to move out and, like, maybe we'll stay in contact somehow, but not right now. Uh, and Ed Norton is like, well, that's the cost of being, like, a great hostage negotiator. <laughs> 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 well like yeah i think like you say that right like you're like this it's not like i think maybe what you did worked but like my son is very traumatized and so like we need some space mm-hmm. and then i feel like ed norton kind of goes off and is like this is why like you just don't understand like what i become when i follow these killers 
I'm twisted. I'm sick. Well, great. Even more reason. We should both take some <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like everybody <laughs> needs therapy, and I think Will Graham has to decide what he wants to be. Do you want to be a husband and father, or or do you want to be the greatest serial con- the serial killer hunter there is mm-hmm. like that's it you have to choose you can't do you can't do both you've proven right. it and that's what i'll say in front of the therapist you've pro- proved you cannot handle both mm-hmm. right and then so those are two you gotta pick one yeah i mean it's just not gonna last <laughs> i mean still this is go this is gonna carry to over from <laughs> <laughs> you mean well it'll carry over from next week yeah <laughs> 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 But sometimes you have a bit and it won't die. No matter what you die. do. Yeah. Yep. Time. Yeah, it's like some kind of unkillable ship. Yay! Mm. Guys, the Old Guard movie is coming out on Netflix today, which means we're talking about things that cannot be killed. Yeah. Unkillable. Um, I first I want to talk about this movie because I'm excited about it. I thought it was gonna be a series, and so I was like I don't know my my capacity to take in new TV series right now feels so diminished. Like I just mm. can't get through. I can't commit to something like mm-hmm. long and new anymore. Um, but now that I know it's just a movie, I am very excited. Yeah, and it's the director uh, is Gina Blythe. Oh shoot, I'm going to say her name wrong. Danward, I think is her last name. But she Gina Prince Bythewood. Thank you. Uh, it's like three words that I didn't know her names. But she <laughs> is the director, was the director of Love and Basketball. So she gets oh. like a lifetime pass for me. I'll I'll watch all her shit. Um, Very so cool. I'm excited to see her version of this. It looks cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, it does. It's, it's based on a comic book series written by Greg Rucka. Um, and it that, that series rules. It's so good. Heck I'm excited. Yeah. And it is like a uh, supernatural secret soldier sort of recruitment um, uh, story, correct? Yeah, where it's just like their their superpower is that they live forever and don't die and just end up in like every single conflict throughout like the history of the world. Oh, um, so they're vampires. Okay. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Or they're wolverines. <laughs> they're either vampires or wolverines. Mm-hmm. Though we all know wolverine dies one day. Aw. He dies a lot. Wolverine he dies with his heart in his hand. And then his hand is holding Laura's. Oh. <laughs> well, wait, can uh, that is for my unkillable ship. I am choosing Wolverine as, as, a, as a pillar of it. Ooh, yay. Let's okay, hear let's it. hear it. Um, so this is specifically with like the current um, like configuration of the X-Men where they have the technology, they have the capability to essentially regenerate any of the X-Men at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, there are like these clone X-Men, like mutant bodies, just waiting uh, to be populated with the consciousness of mutants. And Charles Xavier is basically downloading new consciousnesses like every couple days so that like when someone dies, they bring them back um, like al- almost immediately. Mm-hmm. It's no, super cons- cool. no bad consequences of that. That's going to be really great. <laughs> it just sounds well, like really sh- fun and happy. I'm yeah. sure it's totally equitable. You don't have to like be totally on the inside track to get access to this totally. uh, forever life. Yeah. Uh, actually, if you're a mutant, you don't. Um, it's <laughs> the the way Krakoa works is that it is welcoming to all mutants, so everyone is there. Fucking apocalypse is on the team now. Um, it's awesome. Um, 
But so the uh, the way that the uh, X Men and all all the mutants were like able to uh, unite and like kind of like work together to establish this whole like mutant resurrection thing. Um, is that Moira McTaggart um, has been living like multiple lives. Like every time she, she originally assumed to be a, a human revealed to be a mutant whose mutant power is every time she dies, she goes back and lives her life again and can make different choices, um, mm. like creating like alternate realities. Um, and so we are currently in like the 10th of, of her lifetimes. And she gave Professor Xavier all of the information about the various ways that mutants are defeated uh, throughout like the uh, various um, Marvel history timelines. So one of the things that she warns him against is that humans will develop a, uh, an artificial intelligence that will destroy all mutant kind and all humankind. Uh, and so the thing that you have to do is you have to stop the mother mold before it goes online. And the mother mold is a thing that makes the sentinels that the humans use to hunt the X-Men. So, uh, there is an issue of, uh, I believe it's, it's house of X, um, where there's a, a team of mutants that are like going into space to this mother mold creating machine, right? Uh, and it's like a, a satellite that's orbiting a star and it's close to the star because it's like taking in the energy from it, like it's solar powered, right? Um, and so they're all there to like bust shit up um, and it's cool, but things start to go south pretty fast. Um, and it comes down to just Wolverine and Nightcrawler are left. Um, and they are like everyone else has been defeated. It's okay. They will be resurrected. Um, but uh, like they have one shot to take out the mother mold before, uh, you know, the, the humans can make can bring this AI online and mutants are doomed for this timeline. Can I um, interject that um, yeah. Nightcrawler is like really hot during this time? I just yes. say Nightcrawler is extremely hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it. Thank you. No, you are correct, and thank you for interjecting that. <laughs> um, I thought Nightcrawler was always hot. He's, he's especially hot. Especially okay. I'm trying to think of hot. a not hot Nightcrawler. It's like he's hotter than you could imagine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, so they just need to take out this one. There's like one arm out in space that's like holding this mother mold together, and it's being blasted by radiation. And Wolverine's like, we've got, we only have one option here, Kurt. And Nightcrawler's like, you got it, Logan. Let's do it. Bamf teleports them both outside into outer space, mm-hmm. where uh, Nightcrawler just slowly drifts away because he's in the goddamn vacuum of space, being irradiated by this fucking sun. And Wolverine, who can hold on a little bit longer because he's made of adamantium and has the healing factor, um, is just ripping apart this arm with his claws as the flesh gets torn from his bones. Jeez. And it's just, it's such like an awesome down in flames kind of moment. And it's, it's like a total, uh, it's a bro ship for me Uh that like these two, these two unkillable monsters who I guess they do die, but they come back, um, like can just put everything on the line and just like get shit done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Very cool. Uh, Kelly, you got a unkillable ship? Yes, I do. Thank you for asking. Um, Okay, so I feel like this ship is one that just will never die. Is it because I won't let it? Maybe. <laughs> um, and it is, I think it's one that keeps coming back despite the fact that the rest of you don't like it. Now, yes. let me paint yes. this picture here. Let me paint the, the stage. Oh, my God. Paint that stage. 
Um, you can't paint the stage. How can we walk s- on it? So it's a sumptuous hall. Mm-hmm. There's gold and a, a huge table that's like swaying with the weight of all the jewelry and like beautiful feast that's on it. Oh, wow. There's a large dragon. We'll call him Smaug. Who's seated and just gorging on the food that's on the table. There's a like, I don't know, maybe like some bell rings or something to indicate that someone's like at the door of the cave. <laughs> he's he's his cave is like a mansion, let's just say. Yeah. Who walks in? Shrek is there. Shrek says, oh, it looks like I came a little overdressed. Is does Shrek wear pants? Yeah. <laughs> He wears little pantaloons. <laughs> the way you <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. like a straight yeah 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 he, does. <laughs> yeah, he wears pants. okay okay not for so, long though. So Shrek comes in and he's like, looks like I came a little overdressed because Smaug is nude. <laughs> so he takes off his little chunky vest and sits down at the table. Smaug, uh oh. There's like uh, uh, Smaug says, um, do you, would you like something else to drink? And then Shrek says, yes, please. I will have mead. And <laughs> Smaug stands up. And after Smaug stands up, it reveals the donkey's wife dragon <gasps> was in there. In where? What do you in mean? Smaug. In Smaug. What? In his butt? Like pegging him? <laughs> yeah. So... So Smaug what? stands up to go get. <laughs> this is a like, new wrinkle, and I don't know if I like it. I was in there. Like <laughs> <laughs> was in. So he stands up, and Lady Dragon is what is sitting there. I think her name is Dragon. Dragon, Dragon sitting there, and um, uh, Smaug goes and gets some mead, and then he says, "Oh." Dragon, I think we have another guest coming. Can you pull out another chair? So Dragon stands up. And underneath Dragon. There we go. <laughs> Mushu, soaking wet. Mushu. Right. Comes out and and is seated on the chair. And then Shrek looks at all three of them. Boom, boom, boom. And then he comes. The end. Wow, so we don't ever get to find out who the other guest was? Are you clapping for yourself, Kelly? I did not clap. My hands are down. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, no, the other guest was... Oh, okay, Hoggle? hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, wait, I have an idea. So that, so then Mushu's sitting there. The other guest is you. This is a... Um, <laughs> wow. This a is a reader. This is... Yeah, this is a, a fanfic, and it's Shrek slash... Well, so wait, is it, is it is it my detective character from uh, <laughs> Little Shop of Horrors? Oh, okay. Oh, wait, is Patrick there? Because that's more interesting. Okay, 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 okay. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so so they they all get up and then they're sitting in their separate chairs now. Some of them are drenched, and there's an extra chair. And ding dong, uh oh, someone's there. <laughs> Out comes. <laughs> A man in a trench coat. And he introduces himself as Inspector Ellers. And 
he looks around <laughs> and and says, "I there's a mystery afoot." Oh my god. And um Smaug opens his mouth really wide and then Patrick jumps up on the table and swan dives into Smaug's mouth. And then all of them do it too after Patrick. And then the whole ship takes place between Patrick and the other characters inside Smaug. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no notes on my end. Ryan, how you feeling? <laughs> I don't understand why this is happening. Why did we add Dragon? The tenuous connection between I'm confused Shrek about Dragon as well. Smaug was that there was this like dragon idea around them, but like wasn't. But now Dragon's there, so now Shrek is meaningless. Why the fuck is Shrek there? Now yeah. and Mushu, Mushu's soaking wet. Could Mushu breathe? I don't understand. <laughs> okay. Mushu, <laughs> Mushu has going. one. Of, Fix it, Kelly. Here's the thing, Mushu, Mushu, For every question you could ask of her, Kelly will an have answer. an answer. No, okay, I, Mushu has like one of those little, you know, in like science fiction movies when people ha- ha- have that little inhaler type thing and then they swim around and they can breathe under the water. Oh, sure, yeah. sure. Like a uh, Qui Gon and um, yeah, yeah. Obi-Wan. So Phantom Mushu has Menace, one of yeah. those. Now, okay. now uh, Jar Jar Binks is also in there. Jar Jar oh. Binks. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks shows up, but well, they- you know what happens? It's um, while they're all having sex inside Smaug, <laughs> uh, Inspector Ellers reaches underneath his chin, pulls off his wig because he was Jar Jar the whole time. Because <laughs> it was pretty gross to have our friend in that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's my. It's the self insert character. No, yeah, self inserted friend- into Smaug. No. <laughs> And then, so then, so then Jar Jar inserted. So then Jar Jar <laughs> like looks around and, um, and is like, uh, he he starts like scratching, kind of like at his chest, and then he like pulls it apart, and it's Patrick. Wow, Old <laughs> so Russian he's doll scenario. Three, three, two layers of costume. <laughs> and then, and then Patrick removes his wig, and it's uh, H- Hoggle. <laughs> oh my god i can't believe you would make this disgusting <laughs> ryan do you have I an unkillable know ship? what to say right now <laughs> That's amazing amazing because also how did you why is that unkillable i don't know because moving on moving on sorry i didn't get ask a question uh, okay so they're all wearing masks i forgot to mention that they're all wearing like um uh ne- eyes wide shut masks okay i'm done mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> are you sure i'm done i'm done i'm done i'm done i'm done oh. i was actually excited about mine and now i don't even want to use words <laughs> ryan come on right, yeah, so uh, okay. yours will be a palate cleanser uh, i don't even know if it will okay so unkillable ships that's what we're talking about and yes. you know what's always unkillable in a horror franchise the final girl and my favorite final girl is Sydney Prescott from Scream. Yes, yeah, Sydney. Snaps. And I think we talked about her dead boyfriend Jerry O'Connell, and mm-hmm. we talked about we've kind of talked about the people on the board for her. There's really no one in the Scream franchise who's a great long-term bet for her. She needs someone who is also unkillable, who does things mm. like d- 
jumps off a bridge holding hands with his friend and lives oh. or like breaks in and out of prison at will and Dang. sometimes it's like i think at one point is driving a car with a big safe connected to the back of it running away from the police what i'm saying is she needs to be with someone in the fast and furious franchise i think dominic and sydney Wow. Could wow. be together. Wow. They would never die. And sure. they also both understand he's got his family. He's got his business. He's got stuff to do. She's got stuff to do. She likes to hide, you know, in the woods and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I she feel likes like to they, hide in the woods. She does. She loves it. She, she, loves, it. she loves has it. Never does it out of necessity. No, she has lots of trauma. She's dealing with it. Um, and so like they aren't on all the time people, but like if she wants to call someone she knows is still alive, she can call him. Honestly, um, why aren't we seeing Fast and the Furious crossover movies? Like, why not? There are no there are yeah. no laws governing the fast uh universe <laughs> at yeah. this it's point. Profit sharing probably. Mm. Right now they get to make all of that money. Okay. Yeah, that's true. So like, it's like that thing with uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit where they're like, <laughs> they have to split it among all the property holders. Yeah, yeah it's too much. So, But like would be interesting would be like if Universal would bring in like their classic monsters. Okay. Yeah. Fast and Furious versus Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah I think yeah, it has yeah. to go to space first, but then I think they can go to Transylvania. That's cool. Oh, there's like this car that's driving around wreaking havoc and the like Hobbs and Shaw are trying to investigate who made a self-driving car, but it turns out it's uh-huh. the invisible man. I love it. Yeah. Well, because if you watched Hobbs and Shaw, they really did introduce like magic science in that. <laughs> Because, like, Idris Elba is, like, I think he's, like, half android. Yeah, something like that. It's, like, a, a super soldier like a, upgrade yeah, he's process a super, of some kind. Yeah, but he's he's not. They act as if it's a Marvel movie and it's normal for there to be super soldiers. <laughs> yeah. When this was really based on a an undercover cop at a drag racing ring. Oh, that was that's so long ago. <laughs> but that's where that's why Fast and Furious means something. The terms. Oh, truth, truth. Uh, But yeah, so I think Dominic and and Sydney could be friends. I love that for them. They'll live forever. That's good. I like that. I like that until she meets um, until she meets the Rock, (laughs) and then you know has to upgrade like the French, much like the franchise did, where it just straight up upgraded its leading man. Damn. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, Vin. I mean, one was easier to work with. Let's just say. Mm. Also, the series was down a leading man too, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, after, they overlapped, um, I think, a couple movies. Okay, uh, but yes, I understand what you're saying. Now we're Colin, all just you quietly gotta, uh... thinking about Paul Walker. Well, okay, and, and I did think about Paul Walker before because I was like, "Is it weird to say unkillable when someone died who was right?" But the mm. character Paul Walker played lived. Did he, he lives forever. Did yeah. they just write him off onto an island or something? Yeah, they wrote well. Oh, you've never seen the end of, is it Fast 6? It's very sad. That song, that Wiz Khalifa song plays, and they did an edit so it looks like Paul Walker and Vin Diesel are like racing each other up and down these mountains in Hawaii. Uh-huh. And then it's just playing, it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. It's like Aww. so sad. Racing and they had Paul Walker's that. brother play parts of it, but like they did CGI so that it looks like it's Paul Walker racing with. And that's the last kind of like you they reference him, 
Um, but like, just like he's happy. He and his yeah. wife and his kids are happy. That's he got out. Yeah. Okay. Which I think is a the most humane ending they could do because it mm. would have been pretty fucked up in a movie about like racing cars and action movie to to kill him off screen or on screen. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it honors him more than anything else would have. Does it honor him more than Carrie Fisher is honored in uh, The Rise of Skywalker? 100%. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, right, guys, the more I think about The Rise of Skywalker. I... But what about the honor that they bestow upon, upon her in Rogue One? That's okay. No, she that is so alive. much worse. She was still alive. No, she wasn't alive. Yeah, she was. Was she? Then why did she they died, make her a she gross died, like, the... looking cartoon? Because they were trying to make her look young. Why not yeah. just leave her out of that fucking thing? They could have left her out of the movie. You're right. But I don't know. That one feels le- that feels more in line with the character that we knew versus her. She... <sighs> uh, plus, you, you they already broke the seal on gross cartoon people in Rogue One. So, like, just keep giving us gross cartoon people. Ugh. I'm fine with it. Oh, I hate it. I and hate I've that been movie so it. much. I don't think Kylo Ren deserved anyone sacrificing themselves in any way to help him. No. She just been lightsaber guy. through his heart. Just fucking get it done. Oh, yeah, but he's her son. Right, who killed her, her boy, her husband, her ex-husband. Her boy, her boyfriend. Her boyfriend. Her boyfriend. Oh, my God, my boyfriend. <laughs> well, guys, I was thinking about uh, Star Wars, <laughs> and I was thinking about <laughs> how depressing it is as a choice, like I don't know if it's cynical because I think they did it to give us new hope feelings, but it's really depressing if you go from Return of the Jedi to Force Awakens because everything that felt like a victory is completely gone. Right. So well, like history is just going to repeat itself. Ends. Right, and so the good guys are always going to be behind, and the good guys will never really win because eventually the bad guys will take back over. It's really fucking depressing. I mean, yeah. it feels true to the historical experience, though, right? <laughs> no, it's real. It's just, and and I know that the end of Return of the Jedi is uncharacteristically happy. Like that's not most Star Wars movies are not that happy at the end. But it really goes from like the pretty much the only happy ending to, oh yeah, nothing you did actually made a a significant difference beyond creating legends for the next generation to mm-hmm. hope to live up to. Well, I mean, you can hope that it improves the lives of at least some uh, and and eases the tension for maybe a generation or two. I don't know, man. But yeah, that's kind of... Then you have... Then we have a bunch of war profiteers and we don't even pay attention to them. We just like move on. Yeah, there's war profiteers. There's kids in... There's freaking kids in cages. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's not... Let's do a whole movie where we don't worry about them. Let's introduce Carrie Fisher. Or Carrie... Sorry. Uh, Carrie Russell. Yeah. And keep her in that mask the whole time. We could have fucking saved. We could have freed some fucking kids. Could have fought some war profiteers. Yep. Colin, do you have an unkillable ship? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I do. Um, Did you guys watch uh, Russian Doll on Netflix? Yeah. 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 What a fun show, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, So mine is uh, Nadia and Alan. from that show, you know, so if you haven't seen it, uh, they are in a specifically violent kind of Groundhog's Day where every day they die before midnight. Um, and no matter what they do, it always happens. It just all that changes is like the way they meet their fate. And 
I love this show so much with like, it's so fucking patient. And because it's like a modern Netflix show, you only get 10 episodes, but they still wait four episodes to introduce the love interest. Yeah. Cause there's like so much to get through just with uh Nadia's character. And I just, I love that. Uh, I think they have the cutest meet cute I've seen in recent years where they're on an elevator together and the cable snaps and it's plummeting and Nadia has now died dozens of times um, at this point. And so she's sitting there. I think she might even like light a cigarette for the ride down. And he, she notices that he's also not panicking. And as they're dropping, she's like, Hey, we're going to die. Didn't you get the memo? And he's like, he looks at her. He says, Oh, it's okay. I die all the time. I love it. It's so good. (laughs) It's really good. And then the mission becomes she has to find him and they team up and he's got like, they both have a lot of emotional baggage, uh, you know, neither. And it's not like just like, oh, they're shitheads. Like, no, like they've they've lived lives and they're complicated three dimensional characters that like have a lot of shit to work through. And they form this beautiful friendship and love for each other. And they now have a mission and it becomes it gives me an existential crisis. crisis at moments which is great i love that um super good show that's my shit yeah Mm -hmm. and i think it's getting a season two soon cool yeah it was definitely green light i don't know when we get to see it oh right it probably was not in production before all of this yeah strong buddy (laughs) colin do you have any questions from twitter we can answer yeah i do hold on give me a second i gotta open it up I'm sorry for making us talk about Star Wars. I just, it really was bumming me out just to think about how nothing ever changes. And yeah. Yep. I mean, no. I, I, I let us in there. I'm sorry. I don't mind. <laughs> um, if you would like your questions oh. read and answered on the show, you can tweet at us at Shipple Dips. That's Shipple like nipple and dips like nips. Or you can email us at Shipple Dips Show at gmail.com. Uh, so this comes from our dear friend and listener, Mothwoman, Bride of Mothman, um, at Chipple Dips. If there are any classic uh, foundational movies you haven't seen, what would be your ships for them based only on secondhand knowledge of the movie? Hmm. That is a fun scenario. It reminds me of when we did our uh, ships at first sight episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was fun. I feel like there's a lot of foundational movies I haven't seen, but I can't think of them right now right right um have you seen the uh godfather movies um i think i saw the first one many 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 years ago but mm. i don't know if i saw the whole thing and i have not seen the other two so i i haven't seen any of the godfather movies and but i don't know who or what from it i could ship cuz like my impression of it is like, I don't have a lot of information about it. I know there's a horse's head in the bed. Right. And I know Brando's in it. And I know there's... Uh, we just watched um, uh, Streetcar Named Desire last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he's fucking great in that movie. Like, mm-hmm. scary yeah. and like... But also but, like, hot. Hot, though. Also hot. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, that's that's it. That's all <laughs> That's all I know about The Godfather. Oh, yeah. There's not a lot of female characters in The Godfather. No. Mm. Um... There's like Diane Keaton, who you may or may not know is in that movie, um, and then Talia Shire's in it. But like, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of shipping to be done. Okay, 
Okay. I mean, do you disagree? No, no, I don't disagree. Um, uh, sorry. I'm, uh, you weren't listening. Uh, it's okay. Hey, Kelly, what did you say? <laughs> um, I have never seen The Goonies. Okay. Oh. So uh, I guess I ship like, is Corey Feldman in that movie? He sure you is. Bet. See the one with the glasses? Yeah. It's like uh, around Stand By Me era. Yeah. He looks it's, very around Stand By Me. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then who is the one? Oh, I'm just looking at pictures because I've never seen the movie and I don't Are, really know the yeah. plot. Right. Like they do. They go. There's like treasure or something and they yeah. go like underground. Yeah. You got to yeah. follow the treasure. Yeah. And then there's like. <laughs> Are there Goonies? Like, are Goonies people? Goonie is like Townie. Oh, yeah. it's dumb. The, kid, the, the kids. It's are a goons. great name, but like, it's it's it has okay. no meaning. Okay, well then, in that case, I'm just looking at the image here. Uh maybe I ship like. Here's the thing. I feel like I probably, if I had seen this movie as a kid, would have unfortunately had a crush on the tall bad boy looking one with the red bandana. Oh, um, uh, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. What? and by the way he is the opposite of bad boy he is such a good boy he can't help but be good all the time in a gross way he is very helpful he's very nice he's very like he tell he follows tries to follow the rules the most he's like babysitting he's kind of grumpy at his little brother but like in a almost like still like such a sweet good boy what? he's such a good boy he's too good i thought he was a bad boy because he, he's not like, a bad boy because he has a, a bandana and a bandana no the Dude. bad boy is a prep the bad boy is like wears i think i don't know if he actually wears a, a sweater over his shoulders but he might as well be wearing two different mm. polo shirts of different colors and a sweater over his what shoulder. which one is he i don't think he even makes the poster really i he... mean there's also evil robbers but <laughs> I, they're not bad boys and then there's, there's like two one girl, ba- there's right? Joey Pants is a bad guy in it. And then there's one girl. Uh, there's two girls. Oh, there's two there's girls. Martha Plimpton and okay. like the girl from Lucas. But the girl from Lucas is like the cute girl that everyone would have a crush on. Like she's the cute girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's oh, dating the bad boy it. prep. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Well, I don't know who I would ship. I mean, they're all kids, so it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> Mm-hmm. When when everybody's a kid, it's hard to find ships. <laughs> I mean, you're safest unless you want to ship like what? What are you looking at the poster? Here, hold on. I'm gonna look at Goonies, the robbers. Yeah, there you go. Okay, I this ship. is a this is an avenue okay. we can explore. Yes, these are all <laughs> adults. Okay. Oh, kind of bleak. <laughs> kind of bleak looking. Kind of bleak. Aren't they brothers as well? Is one, yeah, that's they're a family, so you is, can't. You can't ship them. Oh, we're setting boundaries now? You think I can't yes. ship them? You're trying to tell me what I can't do? It. Do? do it. Okay, I think it's... Wait, is one of them the guy that plays Radar in MASH? No, I don't know. I'm familiar. No. I guess that would it's, be my... I think it's Joey Pants. Isn't Joey Pants? Yeah, the, it is. Yeah. It's Joey Pantoliano and another guy who plays, like... Who plays that type. Yeah. Who plays that type and other things. And then the mama from Mama... Throw Mama from the Train. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they have another brother that, uh, well, we don't want to ship him, but he's great. He's Chunk. Oh, okay. no. Sloth. Wait, sorry. So they're, yes, they're all you. a family. I mean, I think yeah. I've, oh, no, I never shipped them together, but my go-to Goonie ship is Chunk and Sloth. It's a friendship, but. Yeah, I, th- uh, I think we yeah. talked about that one on the show before. I don't know. Yeah, what- my ship would be uh, Mouth and uh, Steph. Is it a good mm. movie? Everyone loves it. Yeah, I don't fun. know if it, you would appreciate it as a grown woman, as an adult. 
it's very it's a kid it's a kid's adventure movie yeah i mean i like stand by me a lot that i think has more of a view for adults yeah it is it's it's a very i don't think goonies mm. i mean it's stephen king is, is why yeah i don't know that goonies is like aimed at adults yeah goonies feels like labyrinth in that it's like one of those oh. movies that like if you didn't see it when you were a kid there's you there's no way into it I don't know. The first time I saw Labyrinth, I was in late high school, maybe even college. (laughs) I was in third grade. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, okay, Kelly, your best bet, if you ever do want to watch Goonies, which you do not have to do, and you know I don't tell you what to watch, but your best bet is to watch it on your own or if Micah, if with Micah, if he doesn't care about it. Do not watch Goonies with somebody who loves Goonies. You'll have no chance. Really? They're going to get all excited about shit that you're like, I don't care. I don't care. Why? It'll be like an anthropological thing of watching them watch this movie. Yeah. If you want to give it a chance, just like try it. It's a it's a kid's movie, but it can be it's fun. It's a romp. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll watch it. Yeah. I'll watch and like it. there's I mean, the like little uh, the kid who plays short round is like he's actually like he's a little gadget guy. I like mm-hmm. so he's got ga- and I like, like actual like gadgets. They're lot. fun. I like that kid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a man. So now, like but. he's a man now, uh, though. Honestly, that's the sequel of Indiana Jones. It's oh, 100 percent. Short round. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I love short round. And I think he could be hot, too. Now he is he, hot. Like, I think he could be like a hot Indiana. Like he could be the he could be the hero. He wouldn't have to just be. The and he could even anymore. go by the name Indiana. Like short <gasps> round isn't his real name. And Indiana isn't Indiana Jones real name. Mm hmm. I'm, I think he okay. goes. He goes by what's his character's name in Goonies? Data. Yeah. So he's using a nickname there as well. Mm-hmm. He's not okay. unattractive. I just he's, looked him up now. Yeah, I looked him up. He's not unattractive. He's a little bit um, like, uh, well, I was gonna say old, but uh, Indiana Jones was kind of old, so who cares? Yeah, he's like yeah. he looks like he's someone's nice husband. He does look like I a think- nice husband. The picture I'm looking at from the Fan Expo in 2019, he would need a different haircut. The haircut's not good. But if you put the Indiana Jones hat on you, yeah, you don't mm-hmm. see that haircut anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just think that would be really fun. Yeah. Uh, I have went through a phase where I tried to fill all the holes in my movie knowledge. So there are very few movies that I guess that I at some point considered foundational that I didn't see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've been thinking about this question since it was tweeted at us. And I think the one movie that I don't think I've seen that I feel like I, the world has seen or people have seen is anything in the Rambo franchise. You've not seen any Rambos? Ooh. No Rambos. I've seen Hot mm. Shots and Hot Shots Part <laughs> um, so I've They're seen pretty Rambo. racist. Yeah, that's my understanding. Is like that's what I know about them. They're racist. I know his first name's John because one of the movies is called John Rambo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that I think the first movie isn't even called Rambo. It's, like I know the names of the movies. Yeah, yeah. first one's first. I know blood, isn't he it? was yeah, yeah, and he was a vet. Yeah, so maybe, but he's the only character I know about. So I guess I have to ship him with someone, and maybe I ship him. I don't know. Like maybe does he die? Can we ship him in hell? I don't know. Rambo? No, Rambo is on. Rambo is unkillable. Yeah. All right, then maybe I ship Rambo. I mean, just go ahead and ship him with Dennis Miller. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Okay, Dennis Miller from the net. Oh my god! Wow. My favorite Dennis Miller. Yeah. (laughs) Hey guys. 
to relationships. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.